0: Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so excited that you are here today because I wanna share with you how to grow in your calling with these six simple strategies. Six simple strategies to grow in your calling. Let's jump into it. All right, today we're talking about how to grow in your calling with these six simple strategies. Strategy number one, goal setting and action planning for your calling, okay? So if you're gonna grow in your calling this year, the first thing you have to do, okay, no, let me take that back. The second thing you have to do, the first thing is you wanna pray. Let's pray, let's seek the Lord first. That's always first and foremost. But right after you pray, then strategy number one, you wanna goal set and then you want to do some action planning for your calling. So set some goals, not too many goals. People fall into one or two camps. Some people have no goals and some people have way too many goals. Okay, I want you to keep it simple. So create one to three goals at the most. That's, that is plenty to work on for a whole year. Trust me. It's plenty. So goal set, maybe write your top three goals and then write a few action steps under each one. Goal number one is this. What are the one, two, three things I'm going to do to reach the goal? Goal number two is this. What are the one, two, three strategies I have to reach that goal? Goal number three is this. What are the one, two, three action steps I'm going to take to reach the goal? That's it. So strategy number one, if you're going to grow in your calling this year, you want a goal set. And do a little bit of action planning. Just write all of that out, okay? That is going to help you. You want to actually write it out on paper, write it out on your computer, wherever. You just need it before you and you need to be able to see it and you need to be able to refer back to it. All right, strategy number two. Talked about how can we grow in our calling this year. Strategy number two is networking and building supportive relationships, networking and building supportive relationships. This one is huge. People are a huge commodity. People are a valuable resource. And so often we do not value people We do not value connections, particularly God-ordained connections. There are God-ordained connections that people want, God wants for people to be connected to fulfill his purposes in the earth. And what will the enemy do? He will come in like a flood every time to try to destroy those God-ordained connections. So it is our responsibility to discern and make sure that we do not allow the enemy to destroy God-ordained connections. So we have to network this year and you want to build supportive connections and relationships. Now that does not mean here's, I think networking can get a little out of hand when people are networking for the purpose of what can I get out of them? That's, I I don't know what that is, but that's, that's not God. That's not what he intends. Okay. When you are trying to connect yourself and that's not even a connect, that's an attachment. When you're trying to attach yourself to a person so that you can get something out of it, or you can get to a person or persons that they're connected to, that's not, that's not of God. Okay. That's not networking. That's not building supportive relationships. That is absolutely not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about networking and building supportive relationships where they are mutually beneficial for both parties and you're talking to people and you're getting to know people because you truly want to get to know them. Not because you want something from them (laughs) or not because you want to know what they did to do X, Y and Z. Not not that kind of stuff. But you genuinely want to know people, know good people. You genuinely want to be connected with people who have similar interests, similar beliefs, similar lifestyles. Y'all are moving in the same direction. You know, y'all have similar goals. That's what I'm talking about. You want to network and build supportive relationships with those type of people because it's powerful. It is powerful. It is a huge commodity and it is a huge blessing. And so many times we overlook people and it's not about position or power. It's not about, who is popular. It's not about any of those things. First and foremost, you want to be connected to people who are in right standing with God. You people look over people and, and think, oh, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of success. So they, there's nothing they can do for me. That is not the case. You know, first of all, you want to know people who, who know God. Let's start there. You want to know people and be connected with people who know how to reach the throne room of heaven. OK, you want some intercessors in your life who can get some prayers through, first and foremost. Okay, and I don't care if they are rich or if they don't have a lot of money, if they can get to God, if he hears them, those are the type of people you want to be connected to in the season. Okay, that's important. You want to build strong relationships with those type of people. And so you want to make um, solid relationships, mutually beneficial. You're both benefiting from the relationship. There's connections. There's networking. They can introduce you to other people. You can introduce them to other people. You can have a mastermind group with, with close sisters, close friends where you're learning and growing and supporting one another. You can have prayer groups and prayer circles where you pray for one another. You share your cares and concerns. You need places where you can find accountability, where people can say, I love you, but you're wrong. Okay. We all need that. We all need that. And so you want to have this network and this strong foundations of beautiful, supportive relationships in your life. This is how you grow in your calling. It's so important. And we, we overlook it. We think, I don't need that. I just need the strategies. I need the tools. I need the resources. I need the money and so I, I can I can go forth. And those things are important but you need people too. People are a huge component of your calling. People are a huge component of life. We need each other. We need to do life together. We need to learn from each other. We need to build together. Sometimes we don't know the areas that we need help and support and improvement until we are around other people. Some people are like, oh no, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm good. But as soon as you get around another person who who triggers you in a way, you are quickly reminded, ooh, I got some more work to do right there, okay? (laughs) So if at the bare minimum, that's what people do for you, that's important because it helps us to grow. It helps us to be better, all right? That's strategy number two. I truly believe that God has a very unique purpose for each and every one of us. And as you are on the journey to discovering your calling, I've created a list of 10 important questions to really help you narrow in, get really focused, really specific and figure out what it is that God is calling you to do. So let me help you get started. Here are the first three questions that you can start thinking about, praying about as you work through your calling journey. Number one, what is unique about me? Number two, what do I love to do? Number three, who do I enjoy helping? So those are the first three questions. I definitely want you to take some time to sit with it, pray about it, journal out your answers and begin to figure out the direction that God is leading you. Definitely go to shayleehiltoncom backslash freebies to download the rest of the guide so you can have all 10 questions or click the link in the show notes. Hope this helps. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Strategy number three, we're talking about how can we grow in our calling this year. Strategy number three, embrace continuous growth and learning. We have to embrace continuous growth and learning. You all know I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I love to grow. I love to research. I love to find a new topic, a new thing, and search that thing out. I'm going to find every video, every book, every resource, every tool, every expert. I want to know. I want to learn and grow. And that is a huge part of growing in your calling is that we have to continuously be learning and growing something, growing in some area, right? Maybe multiple areas. But to ever feel like we have arrived, there's nothing else for us to grow in, there's nothing else for us to learn. First and foremost, that is pride, and that is not of God, right? So we don't ever wanna be prideful, we don't ever wanna think we've arrived, we don't ever wanna think we have all the answers because there is always something that all of us can learn. There's always some, some area where we all can be improving. So I wanna encourage you this year to continue growing, continue learning, continue developing because that's how you're going to grow in your calling. Okay. Here's strategy number four. We have to embrace God's timing and providence. This one is hard for me. I have confessed this before you all before. (laughs) Embrace God's timing and providence. Many times our timing is not God's timing. And so many times I have said, God, what is going on? Why is this taking so long? But if we are truly going to grow in our calling, Then we have to embrace God's timing and His providence. He is in control. He is sovereign. He knows what He is doing, whether we agree or not. So if we're going to grow, if we're going to develop, if we're going to be everything He called us to be this year, we just have to embrace the timing. Because whether we embrace His timing or not, it's not going to speed it along. So we might as well get on board and just embrace what He's doing. Right? All it's going to do is frustrate us more, make us angry. We're still going to be sitting until He says it's time anyway. So we might as well have a good attitude about it and just try to embrace the timing of God, embrace what he's doing and embrace what's happening and even in the process. When we feel like nothing is happening, we truly are growing. So that's how we continue to grow. Strategy number 5. We have to balance our responsibilities and priorities. If we're going to grow in our calling, if we're going to walk in purpose, if we're going to be everything God called us to be, we have to be responsible. We have to balance our responsibilities and we have to prioritize what God would have us to prioritize. And we can we can often think this is the most important thing, but God can be saying no actually this is the most important thing. And so we want to surrender to him. We want to yield to him. We might be in a mindset of, I'm going to build my business this year and I'm going to excel to the top and I'm going to do this, that and the other. And God might say, well, actually this year, I want you to prioritize family. He'd be like, what? God, this was going to be my $100,000 year. And God's like, no, actually, (laughs) you're going to prioritize your family this year and balance your responsibilities. So we have to be willing to ebb and flow with him. We have to be able to yield to him. We have to be able to step on the, Step on the gas when he says step on the gas and let up on the brake when he says, I need you to brake right here because we have to flow with him. And so if we're going to truly grow in our callings this year, we have got to balance our responsibilities and priorities. Strategy number six, if we're going to grow in our calling this year, we have got to celebrate milestones and reflect on our journey confession time for me. Again, this is another one that is not my strong suit. (laughs) I do not do well with celebrating milestones and reflecting on my journey. It's a struggle for me. And I think that's because for so long, I have just kind of plowed through things and plowed through my checklist and check everything off and then go to the next thing and go to the next thing and go to the next thing. And so I have a hard time celebrating milestones. It's, it's like, y'all, it's like literally hard for me. Like people, thank God for, back to strategy number two, thank God for my network of supportive relationships in my community and my family, those who truly love me and help me because they have to be like, "Shayla, now you need to you need to ex- be excited about this. This is a great thing. Let's celebrate. Did you did you thank God for this? Did you stop? Did you pause? Did you take a moment? Did you take a breath? Because you're on to the next thing." And so, this is something that is truly a strategy that I am working on in this year is to slow down, take a deep breath, celebrate milestones and truly reflect on my journey. Reflect on where God has brought us from. Reflect on How he's brought us through, how he's brought us to this point, because all of that truly does help us to grow in our calling. If we keep speeding through things, speeding on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, we're not fully experiencing the journey, the life, the life part, right? We want to get to the next the next checkoff station, but God wants us to slow down, celebrate the milestones, celebrate the small things, celebrate the the things that are seemingly small and insignificant. We have to really make time to celebrate those things this year. So those are the six strategies that I want to share with you to really help you grow in your calling this year. Let me go over them one more time. Strategy number one, goal setting and action planning. Strategy number two, network and build supportive relationships. Strategy number three, embrace continuous growth and learning. Strategy number four, embrace God's timing and providence. Strategy number five, balance responsibilities and priorities. And strategy number six, celebrate milestones and reflect on your journey. All right, so I hope that's helpful. I'm praying for you. I'm praying with you. I believe that this is the year that you will absolutely grow in your calling. This is absolutely going to be the year that God takes you from where you are to where he desires you to be. And I believe that by the end of this year, you're going to see leaps and bounds of the differences in your life and and how he has moved you further along the journey. And so I'm praying for you. I'm praying with you. I love you. And I'll talk to you again in the next episode.